The Premier of Saskatchewan's plans to end proof of vaccine requirements in the province are causing quite the stir in the medical community there tonight. Reports state that Scott Moe has claimed that COVID-19 vaccines may prevent hospitalization, but not infection or transmission of the Omicron variant. No proof of vaccines, therefore, would be needed, no longer needed. In a media release, the head of the Saskatchewan Medical Association, Dr. Eben Stridham, writes the Premier's statements, quote, continue to ignore the advice of medical experts at a time when COVID-19 hospitalizations have reached their highest levels since the start of the pandemic. To shed more light on those concerns, Dr. Evan Stridham joins me now. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for having me. Um, just, just so for listeners who may not know exactly what's been happening in Saskatchewan, what is the proposal put forward by the Premier in terms of lifting certain uh, requirements or restrictions uh, related to, to COVID-19 vaccines? I think there's been um, uh, pressure on, 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 on the uh, Premier in terms of, uh, you know, lifting some of these restrictions. And uh, he responded basically saying that, you know, um, he thinks the, the, the time is, is, is coming for that to happen. And so uh, it is, it, we're not sure exactly when uh, some of this is going to happen. We know that the current uh, measures will, will be reviewed on the, uh, at the end of this month. Um, and uh, and the, the indications that we got was that the intention was uh, for, for lifting it at that time. Which restrictions would be lifted? I understand there's, there's proof of vaccine to enter certain businesses. We have that uh, here in British Columbia. Obviously, we have vaccine passports to go in and out of different restaurants and bars and so forth. Yeah, I think the, the, uh, um, the indications that he gave was that the vaccine passports might be even lifted uh, uh, before the, the end of the, uh, the month. When you looked at the rationale behind it, what was your understanding of the rationale? And I understand that, that you and, of course, physicians across Saskatchewan don't agree with the rationale. Yeah, I, I think the rationale uh, is because of public opinion from, from, from a poll. And, um, you know, uh, I, I think all of us are, are, are pretty fed up with COVID and its impact. Uh, so lots of people would like to have less of these restrictions. However, you know, we're in the midst of, 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 of a wave. Uh, we're not sure whether we uh, peaked uh, even yet uh, due to the, the change in, you know, testing. And uh, the, the government made available uh, lots of, of home tests, which uh, helped with the, the, the load on, on, on testing facilities, but also then impact on uh, knowing exactly how many positive cases there are. So we... Yes, sorry, go ahead, doctor. No, so we, we, we're just not sure um, exactly where we stand with that. So we, we, we have to go by some of the other measures, including hospitalizations, which is still uh, climbing and, um, and uh, ICU admissions. Yeah, you did mention that in a statement that was released uh, this week, that, that in fact, hospitalizations uh, don't so, so show signs of, redu- of going down right now. Uh, how, how, compared to times past, how would you... Cl- how would you describe what's happening in hospitals right now as far as the pandemic is concerned? I think it would be fair to say that the impact is, uh, is less than we've, we've seen with Delta, uh, which is really good news. Um, however, the, the, uh, uh, the severity of it, uh, the, the, uh, of, of specifically illness for, for many patients, the ICU burden is significantly less as well. However, the impact that it has on the functioning of the health system uh, from from operating rooms to access to primary care to flow in emergency departments, all of those things are still significantly um, affected, and that uh, and that's a huge problem still for um, 
uh, for all of us. And, and that's why we feel that you know, the only way to reduce the impact on our system is to try to um, control the, 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 the numbers which you know, decrease the um, downstream effects of hospitalization and such. So uh, we are concerned about lifting restrictions too early uh, without you know, measures that we know would indicate um, uh, a reduction in risk to the level which the, uh, the system can actually handle. I'm speaking with Dr. Eben Striden, president of the Saskatchewan Medical Association and a family doctor, family physician. Um, one of the things that I was reading was sort of the rationale behind lifting this, and this was from comments made by the premier, was that um, he was essentially saying that that the vaccines may no longer reduce the transmission of Omicron, or at least aren't as effective. So that would mean um, that the virus is adapted, or so he said. There was, there was some concern, I think, just on your organization's part about that messaging yeah and i and i i, I think um, the it would be fair to say that uh, due to the mutation of the virus um, and the waning effect of of immunizations that uh, at times some of the the uh, protection is not as good as it was uh, prior and and that's why um, you know, he, he might have made that, uh, that, that common. However, vaccines are still extremely um, effective. It's by far the, the most effective method we have to dealing with the, with the, um, uh, the pandemic and, and to protect people. And as you know, you know, vaccines are really there to reduce um, uh, hospitalizations and serious illness. And he continues to that, do that. And a new, new data came out, uh, which uh, again demonstrated the, the, efficacy of um, of uh, booster doses specifically to reduce hospitalizations um, you know getting sick at all uh, as well as uh, um, you know serious illness uh, including ICU admission what would be in your estimation what would be the right time and you mentioned this off, off the beginning of the interview that of course people are, are tired it's been a long time people are eager for for restrictions to be lifted um, what do you think would be the proper time or at least what kind of data would you be looking for to give you and physicians across the province in Saskatchewan and across the country, I suspect, comfort uh, that yeah. it was, that was an okay time to lift these? Yeah. And then I think, I think that um, is one of the big issues that um, you have to make it transparent and make, bring everybody up to, um, up to speed and, and work from the same uh, baseline. I, I think things like wastewater um, uh, numbers, you know, uh, daily new cases, hospitalizations, um, ICU admissions. I, I think we have uh, experts that deal with this all the time, and our public health experts can uh, can easily guide us uh, with this. And I, I think the communication around lifting them is uh, is really important to make sure that there aren't any mixed messages and uh, unintended consequences of lifting them too early or creating expectations that that damage the overall. Uh, effort to try and reduce risk and, and open up our health system so that we can get to um, the non-COVID issues um, and deal with our backlogs. Dr. Stratum, are you um, are you satisfied with the amount of evidence that has been presented as the basis for these decisions? You know, I think uh, it's, it's amazing the amount of evidence that are coming out um, on COVID, uh, con- you know, all the time. So I, I, I think... Um, as an organization, we um, we rely on the experts of to to review all of that um, with with government, um, and I think uh, I I think they work from the same evidence, 
and and so i think the communication is just important to to make sure that uh, you know a single message go out that uh, that's helpful to to all of us how difficult has it been and i obviously here in bc we've watched a lot of public health messaging how how difficult or how much more challenging has it become as this pandemic has gone on to make sure that the that the message you're trying to deliver to people about the importance of vaccinations, about the importance of boosters, about measures, about other things that can prevent the spread of this, how much more difficult has it become to get that message across? You know, I I, I think um, because it affects basically the whole population and we have different views on, on many of these issues and some people are affected way more than others, um, I, I I, it is more challenging, and I, I think the the fatigue factor, the, the COVID fatigue, is is real. Um, uh, but also the impact that it has on 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 uh, service providers um, and staff. So uh, I, I I I feel it getting more difficult as time goes by. However, we have to stay positive because we do have you know uh, things that are working for us we know that you know vaccines are positive we know that you know simple measures that we've um, used all along through the pandemic are effective you know like masking and washing hands and keeping distance and all of those simple things that we will have to continue to do uh, down the road you know we i wish we had a crystal ball to see what's going to happen tomorrow but we don't um, and so this virus uh, even but can still uh, mutate and, and and change again um so I, I, I hope that we get uh, uh, better um, protection down the line. They are talking about, you know, virus-specific um, um, vaccines being developed to, to increase that number um, of protection so that, uh, you know, we, we have more, more success with that. But it's, it's difficult. And just the logistics of, of looking after everybody and getting everybody even a booster is, um, is, is, is it's tough. Dr. Evan Stridham, president of the Saskatchewan Medical Association. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much for having me.